Yo, my name is Sam Villa. I come at ya like a motherfucking killer. Like, slap bang in your mind. Holy fuck, don't fall behind. Like, shit, let's rewind. Let me go back the things I've said. Okay, get in my bed. One, two, three. Wait, so you're you're recording, right? We're on? Yeah, yeah. Gang. Gang gang. Okay. So, uh you know how this like this podcast is called Big Questions, No Answers, right? Yeah. Alright, so I got my big question for you, mate. Alright, let's hear it. Okay, so well, how about you actually give people a, a little a basic introduction on who you are and I don't actually know your like technical job or anything, so Okay, yeah. Fill so, us in. So yeah, so for all of the the listeners out there, my name is Riley Struck. Uh, I'm a longtime friend of Samuel's. We grew up together. Uh, I recently, last year, moved to South Carolina. I work as a project engineer now for Tektronic Industries. So I make like Ryobi power tools, and I work in benchtop tools. So I do like the big, big daddies, like tile saws and table saws, that kind of jazz. Big mama tomatoes. Yeah. nice (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that yeah that's awesome all right um well that sounds that's good because that sounds very professional so it feeds into my question so my question is riley do you feel like an adult um sometimes uh sometimes 100 percent yes sometimes zero (laughs) percent Like, you know, expand I, on that. So I like, I, you know, I have like a 401k and I pay for like car insurance and shit like that. <laughs> um, but I still like call my mom and ask her how to like ask her the most basic stuff sometimes. Like what, like, like, uh, I, I got a checkbook the other day just cause I, I haven't ever like done that before. And I was, mm-hmm. I was like, so after I write a check, you know, do I have to like do anything with it? And she, she was like, well, I mean, you, I guess like you could like write it in your checkbook and like balance it. But now that everything's online and stuff, you don't really need to, but so things like that. Yeah. And I, you know, I, sometimes I'll just be sitting and like playing video games and watching Netflix on my laptop in front of me. And I'll be like, am I, am I really a, like, I'd like to, I, I'd like to warrant respect for being like a 24 year old, but do I really do that with my day to day activities? Probably not so much. <laughs> Yeah, man, I've been thinking about that a lot, like, especially because I'm sort of, uh, I mean, you've been in the, like, working world or whatever for a while, but mm-hmm. I've sort of just entered it, and yeah, like, I don't know if it's, because especially, especially feels weird because I didn't have, like, a legitimate graduation or anything, mm-hmm. but I feel like it would be kind of the same regardless, but I just, like, it is weird because nothing's, like, properly changed other than that I'm not in school anymore mm-hmm. uh i did just get a job which is cool nice. so what, hopefully what, uh, what is it um it's like a. it's sort of like halfway between like is personal that trainer you told me about the other day right yeah exactly it's yeah. basically like a gym for old people uh or people that have like chronic illnesses mm-hmm. and basically you have like an exercise physiologist that's designed a workout program and then i'm there to sort of facilitate and then adapt it if it's too hard too easy yeah and then also i just honestly i feel like half the job's just chatting to the old people honestly yeah <laughs> it's definitely but i feel like it's for people especially like old people that probably don't you know it's not like they're not doing exercises every day you know they're not like yeah they weren't at going to soccer practice like the month before so like 
it's uh it's nice to have just someone with them when they do that because exactly like yeah. for us like you know we're just coming off of being active young mm-hmm. younger young adults and for us like the you know if we looked at a book of exercises and said like we're gonna do 15 crunches like that for us is like a second language right but for them who they haven't done anything like that in a while they might not know if they're doing it right and they might like be afraid of hurting themselves so just having someone walk them through it is probably yeah it's weird it's like i'm so like conditioned against like going up to someone like mid-set right like that's like a big no-no in the gym just like (laughs) walking up to them be like hey can i critique your form but like i actually (laughs) I, i get to do that so um but like yeah so with the onset of that like i feel a little bit more like adult but mm-hmm. even still i have these times like you said where i'm just like sitting on the couch just like i don't know eating ice cream at like 11 a.m <laughs> yeah. and i'm like am i is this <laughs> is this what adulting is yeah. like like when uh when quarantine was first getting going like i kind of just got sick of like doing dishes a bunch and stuff and it was nice because i had time to cook when i wanted to but mm-hmm. um I would just make like an egg sandwich for like every meal, which is, it's like one of my favorite things. <laughs> That's it's a easy. go-to. It's super easy. It's like, it's good. It's pretty healthy depending on yeah. like what kind of sandwich you're making. But um, <laughs> like I would have my like second one of the day and I'd be like, I'm just like, I might as well just live at a bagel <laughs> store. Like what? I'm, I can't make chicken and rice like a normal person. Like what? <laughs> I feel like I feel that too, man. Just like get the routine of just like, ah, I could take a fried egg. Yeah. fried egg for dinner like fuck it doesn't matter yeah. you get your yeah good healthy cholesterol i mean <laughs> why not try to justify it yeah yeah no i, I I'm, I'm curious like i've been having like also being around these older people it's like kind of making me like you know think about mortality or thinking about like age <laughs> in general like yeah. it just feels uh it, it's interesting and there i guess there is a point where you you do just shift into well especially when your body just doesn't respond the way it did you're like oh you have to come to terms with the fact that like you're not yeah you know young anymore but mm-hmm. it, it's weird kind of like trying to like reckon with that now you know before that process has actually happened but mm-hmm. still like i don't know just getting getting ahead of it almost like and yeah. then trying to put myself in their shoes as like i don't know it's a, it's kind of impossible to imagine yourself as like a 50 year old or a 70 year old or it's i know? mean i would i would wager though that like six years ago if you would be like oh when you're 23 i'd be like what get out of here like, yeah that's, that's so long <laughs> from now what does that even mean yeah 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 it's, it's i've been there's been there's definitely things i don't know if it makes like me mature or an, an adult i guess but like as one of my friends the other day was saying we were talking about like whether we should you know go for a run or something and i was like ah, i'm just not really feeling fit he's like dude it's like this is the youngest you're ever gonna be like you want to yeah. stay in shape now don't like push it off for a couple of years and i was like oh it's it's good uh, good advice like gotta take advantage of being young and then i was like oh this is the youngest i'll ever be that's that's depressing <laughs> like i'm already my back's already going on me and my knees are shot and i'm only what i'm only getting older like come on yeah. that's not fair what the fuck happened yeah 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 that's a big thing too like realizing you you can't or like getting hangovers like now i get hangovers like yeah (laughs) i'm a i can only i can only like party like once a week like i i can maybe stretch it twice too if like the first night is like if if i go out friday night and i it's just one of those good mornings on saturday and i could do saturday but 
a lot of times I'm not even like off the couch until like the <laughs> evening on Saturday and I'm like, no way yeah. I'm going out again tonight. This, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Whereas like wouldn't even be a thought if you were like what like eighteen, nineteen. Oh, like, just, like... I mean, dude, and college I drink like five nights a week. <laughs> Granted, <laughs> I, I don't recommend that lifestyle. Yeah. So I've gained like fifty pounds in college, but <laughs> yeah, that's what it's for, right? It's not for studying or anything like stupid like that. Any education <laughs> or preparing for. A I, I graduated. <laughs> yeah. I, have a, I have a degree. That's all that matters. <laughs> That's hilarious. Another, yeah, I've actually, I'm actually in the midst of a sober November right now. Really, it's been interesting so far. Yeah, yeah. My mm-hmm. roommates decided uh, to do it, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll hop on that train. Nice. It's been like ages since I've done something like that. So yeah, that's... drinking's not really an issue. It's like smoking weed is like more of the thing that I'm like. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not <laughs> that I'm like regularly smoking a shitload, but just like, yeah, it's nice to do every. I don't know. Every three or four days, I'd probably like smoke a joint and chill out, but. It's kind of nice to just kind of reset that part of my brain. Yeah, I think with all things, too, it'll make you kind of enjoy getting high a little bit more, too. Mm -hmm. I was getting to the point where, just because I lived alone in that apartment, so I was like, pretty much like every day I'd either stop working or whatever, and then my shit would just like be on the table, and I'd be like, yeah, time to, time to, time to, (laughs) it's just like when the barrier is like, well, I'm like not like fucking with my productivity i'm not fucking with you know it's like hard to come up with reasons not to so it's like yeah that's just i was still like getting getting all my stuff done and i would you mm-hmm. know like maybe smoke before i like went on a run or like went to the grocery store or something and yeah. uh make a little fun yeah <laughs> it, just... but i got to the point where i like i it actually like was it took effort to like get high and that's that uh that i've never really had that before even like in my big huge days like i haven't had that so i yeah i've been taking a little step back from that too mm-hmm. yeah it's it good. makes, makes it's you appreciate good. it more too i think as yeah, yeah. M- my dreams have been getting fucking nuts really like real weird i have any last examples night, uh like this actually it was this morning it was like it was it was it was a fun one sometimes they're scary but this one was just like we just had a giant ass game of schmear the queer i don't know what they call it these days to be politically correct yeah, but like, can't call it that. It was, <laughs> yeah. but you had like ah, it was like all of my friends here and all of our like all of our squad in, in california and it was so much fun just people getting decked like left and right yeah Dang. But, uh, it just felt real like i woke up with like an adrenaline bump like okay oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's another one of those things that like we could never do that anymore like a game of tackle football would kill each other yeah <laughs> dude i mean every time we kick around a football you seem to like throw out a hip or, like, uh... <laughs> well there's that one time like last summer when i we were i was just we were shooting on the goals over at the high school yeah. and i like i was so excited because i was gonna like do sprints that day and just like <laughs> run around and play some soccer and then like my second shot of the day i didn't stretch yeah. and i yanked my quad <laughs> That hurts so. That was one of the most painful things ever. That hurts so bad. I feel like it was like three times where you came out each time, you successively injured yourself like further. Yeah, yeah, stay limber, which is weird because I actually was. I think I was just pushing myself a little too hard that back yeah. then. Yeah, but to stay limber, it's important. <laughs> Very important. You doing your Sarah Beth yoga stretches? I uh, haven't in a little bit. I'm about to um, get kind of get back on the grind. I haven't. Um, I haven't really been working out a ton since like quarantine started because the I was going to the gym at my work, which is super nice. It's even got like mm. a set of rings, and it's got um, Damn. it's got one of those big like CrossFit cages, you know, with like a bunch of different mm. pull up bars and then like the monkey That's bars. Sick. 
and then uh like a punching bag and like the little um steps that you can like change the position of for like box jumps kind of thing but they're like just attached to it you know and Damn. um so I, yeah so then they closed that one they closed the office um and then the gym at my apartment they also closed but they reopened it but it's like a whole, it's not it's like a sad excuse for a gym so i've been yeah, running i've been running a little bit um okay. i've been trying to find like the like a good like home kind of workout remedy routine yeah because mm-hmm. i because i do want to like i like cardio but i want to like try to stay you know muscle fit to an extent yeah. too so I, totally. I might get some like bands or like something like that to do like home uh workouts do you have a set of rings uh no i don't i i've been i've been kind of scouting for some trees around mm. here to do them there's also a high school pretty close to me so i might do it there but mm-hmm. it's pretty open i don't know i feel like we got chewed out a couple of times for doing rings at the on the goalposts on the, at the high school on the posts yeah, yeah bending them and stuff yeah you could probably find a little a spot like a i don't know horizontal pole or do you have a garage or something? Nah, know. not here. Yeah, no. I um, yeah. I've, well, I'll, I'll figure something out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that'd be that's the easiest I think. Just like mm-hmm. set of rings, throw them up wherever, and yeah, or just like have like part of my sober November. Uh, my roommates aren't doing this, but my I decided to do a hundred push-ups, a hundred squats every day. Ooh, nice. Just like on top of everything, and like mm-hmm. yeah, that's been good, and it actually gets you sore. Like on days I don't do anything, and that mm-hmm. was the only exercise I did. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, oh fuck, I actually feel that. So it's better than nothing, and I've kind of made it like a thing to do it every day, mm-hmm. just keep myself on track. So yeah, I saw this thing on Twitter like when it when quarantine first started, and everyone was like, uh, you know, making home workouts like a new trend kind of thing, mm-hmm. and it was just like try to do X amount of push-ups in like every week, and you could do them at whatever. It was like a thousand push-ups a week or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought about doing something like that, but I, I would, yeah, I'd, or like doing yeah push-ups, squats, and crunches, and maybe do them like every hour or something. Yeah, just make it like yeah. that. You have to do it a certain number by the end of the day, and then. Yeah. Sometimes it's annoying. You get done with your day, and then you're just like, "Fuck, I gotta do this push-ups and squat." But then you just do it, and it's done in like 15 minutes. Anyway, yeah. So it's like, now that I, I, I at the apartment too, like I could when people were doing like squat jumps or like lunges near me, I couldn't mm. tell. Like it would yeah, like yeah, rattle yeah. my furniture. So now that I live like at a house, I can just go out mm. in the front yard and do them or something like that. So that oh yeah, how's a, the new setup, dude? It's nice. Yeah, it's uh, it's nice having like roommates because it it gets uh, it just get like kind of annoying. Like every like Friday, I'd you know finish work or come home from work, and I would just be like sitting there, and I have to like go out of my way to like talk to people pretty much. Mm-hmm. So it's nice yeah. to just like hey, what are you doing for dinner tonight? And they're like right there. Yeah. Nice. Hell and, yeah. Yeah. It's nice having, uh, uh, I, it got a little weird, I think, like in my own apartment because it was all my space. So I didn't have to keep it very clean or like, I mean, mm-hmm. I was clean. I'm not, I'm not dirty, but um, it was just weird. Uh, like, was, debatable. Just, oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm messy. I'm not dirty. I'm messy. I don't uh, leave okay. like dishes out and I don't leave like dirty stuff, but I just leave things out. Not, but okay, I don't leave okay. like dirty Disorganized. Yeah. No, I'm organized in my own way, I like to say. Um, <laughs> but like it's nice and then so like, everything kind of just morphed together like the kitchen was the living room was the my bedroom <laughs> and now i like have my room and then like a common area which is just more easier to facilitate like life, yeah i feel like that way yeah. yeah do you like do you like uh this is another thing i feel like coming into like independence or whatever is realizing like how much structure or chaos you're like all right with like have you kind of brushed up on like what you like in terms of you know like 
I feel like I've found out I'm a pretty orderly person. Like I mm-hmm. need, I need quite a, a large amount of structure in order to keep my mind like, yeah, functioning. I yeah, I I think I'm I'm definitely not the kind of person that can't function in a certain setting. Like I'm a bit of a chameleon in that sense. Like I mm-hmm. I, I can kind of do it anyway. I I haven't figured out what works best for me. I think for I think definitely I like a little bit of structure, but. I don't, I don't hold myself to the highest standard of structure, so mm-hmm. I think too much would probably be overwhelming to an extent, but yeah, I like, I definitely like some, I think. Like, do you make to-do lists and shit? Um, not, it's, it's not like the main way I organize. I, I will like, if I have certain things, like if it's like a Saturday and let's say I'm like, you know, I have a busy week at work or like I'm, you know, I'm leaving that early from work the next week or something. Um, so I got to kind of got to get ahead. Then I will on a Saturday, I'll be like, okay, I got to go to the grocery store and I'll like put a, make a grocery list. And then I'll like go to an, you know, run and like go to the pharmacy or wherever else I'm going. And then so like, it's just I'll when you're, when you're feeling busy. Yeah. It's just when I like have, when I really need to be getting stuff done. Um, and when I'm working, if I have a lot to do at work, then I'll make, I'll just like write everything I always like need to do. I write in my, like my planner or notebook. So like, if I like really, I'm like, shoot, it's noon. I really got to like get going today. Then I'll like number things, like start with the Mm -hmm. easiest and then I'll cross them off as I go. Uh, Um, so yeah, I guess in that sense, kind of, do you, do you like to make like to do lists? Yeah, dude, I'm a list, I'm a list fiend. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) first thing on my list every day is wake up <laughs> i just like i like just waking up and getting to tick something off do you know, actually good. do you actually I, take a wake up off yeah i don't know if you can see it but this i don't know wait uh, oh it's my on God. yeah <laughs> top of the list baby what if you what if you forget to check that one off though oh dude that's a bad day <laughs> that's a bad day i don't know you can't, um, you cannot wake up yeah yeah though i i don't know it just is nice to just it does i, I don't know my it, brain just works like that it feels good crossing things off a list definitely yeah That's exactly why sometimes on those like work to do to do lists if i have to send like a super basic email to someone like hey i need to remind so and so that i need this document um like i don't i probably don't need to write that down if i'm just gonna do it right there but sometimes i'll write it down and then do it and cross <laughs> it off and it feels yeah you get the yeah you get those chemicals flowing you're like oh i'm on a roll get them ready holy to, shit i'm yeah, productive I'm re- yeah. yeah i'm ready to <laughs> knock the rest of this day out make this day my biatch <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly exactly yeah i don't know i feel like it, it just sets the tone for like the rest of my the way my mind works i feel like mm-hmm. if i don't have it out down on paper for whatever reason it feels like it bleeds into the rest of my mind and then mm. I just chaos like scattered, yeah. you know, mm. in my head. I, I um, do find that that's the, I, if I don't like kind of make, make a spot in my day for something or write it down or, um, or, you know, write it on a post-it or anything like that. I, it kind of, yeah, blends into the, it just gets lost in the rest of the chaos that is my mind. Yeah. Cause yeah, I, my exactly. mind's always swimming with so much nonsense these days right yeah mm-hmm. oh the, dude i actually wrote down another i had another question and you just brought it up but all right like Let's hear it. what perc- what percent of like what occupies your mind at any given moment is just utter trash um <laughs> like, probably like 99 percent of it <laughs> right? i mean yeah like i i actually i've thought about this a lot like what you know what uh what makes up like a person's memory or just their like collective knowledge like I talk to people who they can name, you know, every head coach in the NFL, and I can name mm. like three. 
but then I like know the words to every single Beatles song and like mm. be, and like that's not useful at all, but it's there. Right, There's right. no getting it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's but then again, like you wouldn't be you if you didn't have that. Yeah. Right? It's a it's that's a, the, that's a strange thing to think about. Just what Yeah. Yeah. I wonder I wonder how much that you know, how much that uh that data bank affects our personalities our behaviors things like that yeah yeah that's interesting yeah like i feel like i don't know the a random topic that i just know a lot about i uh, i don't know i could probably name you a bunch of random shit about the ufc that i actually don't know but i've heard joe rogan say it a bunch of times <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. i could just rattle it off as well it's, it's, but it's like bible then if joe rogan says it. <laughs> <laughs> His top game is just unbelievable. Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, so there was some big fights this weekend, wasn't there? Uh, yeah, there was actually. Well, there was a fight night last night. Actually, yeah, that I did watch. It was good. It was um, this dude Glover Teixeira. He just like he's crazy, dude. You should look up some of his fights. He just like old man strengths his way through. Ooh. Like he gets t- he gets domed, gets absolutely dropped like three times, and then just keeps zombifying and just like takes you down, just smash. I like takes that. you down and smash Res- yeah resilience. yeah 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 he's in the same weight class uh, uh do you know have you heard of israel adesanya this yeah. like new phenom yeah adesanya. Um, adesanya yeah he's uh he's going up to 205 so mm-hmm. glover to is in the same weight class so they may end up fighting who knows Dang. um but yeah so like i don't know but it's it's an interesting thing like my i feel like your brain really goes crazy at least mine does like in that like twilight period either like before you're going to sleep or like mm-hmm. right as you're waking up and it's just like thinking about just yeah. latching on to just random when you're in shit, that, that like, half sleep stage yeah like yeah, yeah. right right before you wake up or right as you're as you're trying to fall asleep and that's the stage where you'll consistently wake up if it's like uh you know if it's too hot in your room or something like that and you'll mm-hmm. you'll be trying to sleep and you'll kind of start to dip your toes in the dream and then you'll come yeah. out of yeah yeah exactly. i used to do that that um that section of your sleep really, I think, really draws from like your most recent memories or your most mm-hmm. recent loggings in your brain. I remember when, uh, back in school when you used to when I used to stay up all night studying for like a you know a fluids test or like a some kind of you know, thermodynamics or something. I used to just dream and like my, my dreams would be in like math equations. And, yeah, and it, it, would, it would. And sometimes they were just the wrong ones. My brain would just like make up new ones, but like using <laughs> using like phrases and terms from like these equations that I've actually been studying. Holy so, shit! So like brain man. So I'd wake up in the morning <laughs> and then I'd have like this like memory of like the equation, and then I'd like go back to my studies and I'd be like, wait, what was I thinking? Like that was totally wrong. But I used to like dream about like fluids shit. Like it was. Wow. Yeah, I used to like. Kind of, I'd be like, ah, oh, I'm such a nerd. I'm like dreaming about engineering <laughs> stuff, but <clears throat> just yeah, just what's on the top of my head when I'm going to sleep. Yeah, I remember. I, I that similar thing happened to me. I remember I was. I read this like article about octopuses, octopi, like right before I went to bed, and then I had like one of those weird twilight dreams of like just a giant kraken monster <laughs> <laughs> like eating eating the world or something. It's crazy, but yeah, it's wild. Like what's dreams are weird because it's like what are they like a lot of times dreams seem to be just random coagulations of like thought Mm -hmm. and like pieces of like things you're worrying about or 
things you're kind of dealing with. And then sometimes it's like very pointed and it has like a message and it has like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm always curious, like how much I should read into my dreams Mm -hmm. and how much it's just utter chaos. I think I might start uh, trying to like write them down in the morning because they say that's how Mm. you, that's like one step to remember them better is to write them down as soon as you can when you wake up because then you, you start to connect more like what's in your dreams to, you, and you can remember it the next day more because you are connecting that they, I think they hold a similar spot in your mind. So if you think, mm. Oh, that dream where I was, you know, on the horse track or something and you read that later, you're like, okay, that was a dream. Definitely. I remember that. And you start to like recognize mm-hmm. your dreams more, I think. I don't right. Know. Yeah. And then you can like, yeah, maybe pull more out of them. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I, I wonder like if there even is like, wasn't Freud was super big into like dream analysis and like mm-hmm. call Jung and stuff. Like, but I wonder, like, how much you can really, like, would it really benefit you to kind of, like, psychoanalyze your dreams? Yeah. Or you just come out thinking, that, like, oh, well, I have an octopus fetish. <laughs> you <know>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lay off the uh, invertebrate porn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One, of the, one of the things about dreams that I'm still, I, I've, I've seen, like, the science, or I guess, I, I, like, I've read about it, and I, it makes sense, but I'm not 100% sold on it, is that everything from your dreams is like stuff that you've encountered in real life. Like you can't Hmm. fabricate anything. So like, for example, every person you see in your dreams uh, is someone you've at least, you know, bumped into on the street. Oh, I've heard that before. Yeah. Um, I I still think maybe, maybe that's true, but I I feel like if you remember people, if you, you know, if your, your dream is based off of some guy you saw on the bus the other day, then your brain might like misremember them and just recreate the rest of the image. Because, like, mm. I mean, what our brains do all the time is they falsely recreate memories and stuff because they can't remember it and they fill in the gaps the best they can. Right, um, right, right. Which they go into a lot in, like, criminal minds and stuff because they, you know, they <laughs> think they saw so-and-so in the woods or something. But then when they go back and do those, like, exercises where they have them close their eyes and talk through what they're seeing, smelling, hearing, all that stuff, they, like, mm. remember other things because it helps, like, a more accurate creation. But I had right, some. Right. There was a a girl in my dream the other night. She was like kind of like the main character. It was a very strange dream, uh, uh-huh. but I, I I cannot put a finger on who who she is. I don't who know. it was. Yeah, interesting. I wonder like. I wonder if maybe she was like a mishmash of like maybe you can create new people, but only if they're like base characteristics are like people that you know. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. half of you know half someone, half someone else. Their nose, their. Yeah, or you, or you, you, yeah, that could make sense because maybe your brain can't create a new nose or a new pair of mm-hmm. eyes. But yeah. if, if you remember some guy from the bus's goatee, you'll just like right. throw your dad's eyes on it or something because like right, you, right, you have nothing else. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. Yeah, dreams, well, are, dreams are trippy, man. Just yeah, they kind of show like, like how, like you're saying, like how our brains work in general. Like we're mm-hmm. constantly like they're like story creating machines like we we like thrive on narrative like yeah. we need you know we need to make sense of everything and so our brain like you say like even if we don't have that information it fills it in and we end up just like convincing ourselves of some false reality like mm-hmm. that's the trippiest shit ever is just like the fact that your subjective experience is like ultimately like it, it, you know what i'm saying like it's hard to actually know what is real because everyone's just kind of like coming onto it with their own frames of reference and their own background or whatever they're like creating their own stories so it's like yeah. what yeah i like to think about that like what is reality Dude, 
reality <laughs> is as you perceive it to be. It really is, right? Uh, yeah. There's, there's all those weird, like, Freud. I don't know if it's Freud. Yeah. But someone, someone said something one time about reality, <laughs> and that's and that's that's what it is. Like, there's got to be a base layer that like exists, and then yeah, you're just feeding it through this like that, channel. Yeah. Then you get into like quantum stuff, and there's is there a base layer? Not really. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. It's like it only if you look at it or whatever. Yeah, I've I've tried is... to I've tried to like read like uh, look into quantum physics and and I've read so many like quantum physics for dummies kind of like articles uh-huh. and studies and stuff and I, I it's still so lost on me. Really? Just well, wow, that's just wild. The, especially because you're like from like a big physics background like engineering just, i mean just like the standpoint. like the separate realities kind of thing like yeah and then the way they say it, it's like so it's simple like these particles are doing and it's is it i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> uh, to me it's i not. think if anyone's saying that shit's simple they're fucking broken up the wrong tree like <laughs> yeah particle can be a wave but also only exists when you look at it but then it can change like what? yeah <laughs> yeah that all that stuff it's like yeah yeah, it does. It's interesting. Like I, some part of me wishes I could like understand it, but then other parts of me are like yeah, I'm kind of glad I don't because then I feel like I'll just be worrying about it all yeah, the time. Yeah, like... overthinking things and yeah, exactly. Like, like, can you like, imagine kinda... if you're if you're so entrenched in like thinking of things in the quantum realm that you like you see a trash can and you're like, no, it's not actually there. <laughs> yeah, like, no, just yeah, put yeah. the garbage in the trash can. <laughs> But Steven, it's in another for realm, sake, it's not you're there. not getting out of picking up the trash. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm pretty happy with my understanding of reality. I think I got a good grasp yeah. on things. Same. I, I, I think. I hope. I hope. Yeah. yeah. I think. Yeah. Every now and again, I feel like there's something that comes along that completely alters it. But yeah, it's definitely. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a process. I guess we're all figuring mm-hmm. it out as we go along. Yeah. Also, definitely. that's been a big thing. Like getting older or whatever like just like how realizing that like everybody's kind of making this shit up (laughs) (laughs) as they go along you know like that's been actually really kind of nice like i don't know i think the more and more you get older the more you realize like when we're when we're young we idolize adults and our parents and whoever so much Mm -hmm. you know we like think that they have everything figured out and they have all the answers and like they're a hero or whatever and then you realize like (laughs) Nope, they're just as fallible and idiotic as me. Yeah, they're just they're just <laughs> winging it day to day, just the same. Totally winging yeah. it, totally and, winging it. And, and there's the, something kind of beautiful about that. I oh think, yeah, you know? that's one of my favorite sayings. Was uh, I think Mr. Wallace, my uh, my pre-calc <laughs> teacher, was the one that I heard it from. Oh yeah. Uh, and I don't know if he got it from somewhere else, but it was like trying to solve problems in the future is like trying to solve calculus by chewing gum. Like it'll it'll keep you occupied, but you're not gonna you're not gonna do anything. That's awesome. That's yeah. a great quote. I like that. I've kind of, I've always lived kind of somewhat by that like mantra of like mm. you can't you can't solve problems in the future. You can't things that are already yeah. in your control. There's no point in fretting and wasting energy about. All you can do is yeah. focus on yourself right now, and that's 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 enough. That's a huge dude. That that's yeah. It's something I have to like consistently remind myself of. Like I don't know. I think like. I've heard like uh, like anxiety is like a lot of times like manifest through like living too much in the future mm-hmm. and then depression is like living too much in the past, which like I find kind of interesting. Like it makes I don't sense know where I, if you think about I heard it that. in a, like a, I guess a binary sense like that. It, it does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
it's a good like umbrella explanation of it yeah yeah and like a it was like i don't know probably something i saw on reddit or something but it, it like definitely for the anxiety part because i don't know personally i don't i feel like i haven't really experienced too much depression but i feel i i have a kind of like not anxiety disorder type territory but like i felt anxious in my life mm-hmm. and i feel like that's the kind of like it, it it definitely starts to like super you know like impose itself on my life when i'm like way too preoccupied with thinking of like what if that then this then that mm-hmm. then like yeah. thinking of like a real event that yeah it might happen one day but like why are you even bothering mm-hmm. wasting your time thinking about it like, yeah but then like i don't know it's like it's almost like your your brain's like trying to inoculate yourself against you know like it's it's almost like you know how would you deal with this situation you know what i'm saying like you're trying to like give yourself a a, a simulated like scenario or something you know yeah like, and, and i think that also stems just from like wanting to be prepared cuz you you yeah. can prepare yourself for problems um but worrying about preparing for it is a different thing than like preparing mm. for it, you know. And that's I think that's what that's where a lot of people get lost is over that line. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. And then you're just spinning in circles and like nothing's actually getting done. Mm-hmm. Like you say, like focusing on what you can actually like touch and yeah, you know, physically mm-hmm. deal with. That's it's difficult though. It's it is. Difficult. Yeah. I that's that's I think that's probably the problem that like 99% of the world has is just not you know venturing too far outside of what they can control yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah I've also I've like I, I don't know what has prompted this but like I say to myself a lot of times like because that that also can like bring like fear into your life you know like like you said you want to be prepared but you're like scared about the future or something but then like I try to like realize like well this shit doesn't like it's amazing that you're here and it's like awesome and for this blip in time that you exist like mm-hmm. take it full advantage of it but also like fucking be fearless like take risks fucking do it like it doesn't matter like it doesn't you know yeah. it's like part of my reasons to like get my random shit like this me and you talking mm-hmm. out onto the internet because like yeah some people would be like horrified to be like what why yeah like yeah. who who's yeah but the, it's like why not i don't yeah, know like, like that, who's what do you like what what do you who's gonna listen to you grandparents but it's like yeah maybe maybe not maybe <laughs> yeah, some yeah. maybe some guy in ukraine is gonna stumble upon it and love it you know? <laughs> yeah exactly that's 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 kind of where i'm at with like the music thing is like i i i've dreamed about being like a rock star you know since i was you know four and i don't i'm not you know just going out trying to be a rock star right now but why not throw like a couple covers and a couple original songs on YouTube and then like see if something right. happens, you know? Right. Yeah. Why not? You you know you enjoy it. Like it, mm-hmm. that. The thing is like that's always the thing. Like the worst case scenario is like oh I had a fun conversation with a friend. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know like yeah. dawn. You know like it, it's like that. The at the end of the day, the worst thing that you did was make music, like create, do something that you like thoroughly enjoy, which is like that's what we're here for you know yeah and then it's yeah. someone like on the forum decides to be like oh these guys are idiots they don't know what they're talking about what a, <laughs> what a bunch of phony crackpots it's like well <laughs> I, we didn't say we're phhds in podcasting like yeah we're just we're just two bums having a two chat bums. <laughs> having yeah. a chat yeah dude yeah. exactly don't yeah people that take themselves too seriously too man like that's another mm-hmm. one like 
just realizing like you can't take yourself too goddamn seriously like this is mm-hmm. this is not that serious yeah. <laughs> like, it's really not that's what I want. i'm always grateful i've never had that problem and i think it also stems from just the fact that i'm kind of a chronic underachiever but like <laughs> th- i'm just lazy and i kind of just do the bare minimum and that's fine with me but uh-huh. <laughs> it makes me happy and uh, yeah i don't have to I don't have to worry about like being uh, denied all the time or whatever, because I mm-hmm. or uh, yeah, under under I don't have to worry about undershooting my expectations, because I think right. I have pretty realistic expectations for myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that, that's a, another yeah, it's another big thing like managing expectations, mm-hmm. like, realizing that yeah, it's it's weird because you also do need like. I think it's good to have like dreams, like it's good to strive mm-hmm. and then also like, you know, realizing like a lot of times what you have to settle with almost. I don't know like how to put it, but Yeah, that's it that's the dance, right? That's the fine line that like mm-hmm. you have to you have to want something, you have to have some motivation cuz if you don't then you're not going to get a job and you're not going to yeah. pay rent and things like that. But if that gets too far then you're probably eventually your ambitions become too much and then you're letting yourself down all the time so it's good to have controlled ambitions and realistic ambitions yeah right and a lot of people get uh get lost over that that yeah yeah totally man totally and like it's yeah it's nice to kind of be away from the academic like section of my life i think because Mm -hmm. i realized like well like mid-school or Honestly, like, even when I first started university, I was, I think, a little step ahead in that realm because a lot of people, obviously, first year, second year, they're, like, so, like, manic. Uh, a lot of people, not not mostly, not some, but a lot of people are, like, so manic about achieving, you know, like, getting that A, getting that, like, mm-hmm. whatever it is, that grade, and then they beat themselves to shit because they didn't get it. Yeah. Whereas, like, I don't know, ever since it was... And maybe it was because I took a year off, so it was like a year kind of ahead mentally than a lot of those people. But like it never, in my head, it was never like about, you know, like the the grade or, I mean, it was, you get caught up in that sometimes, but Mm -hmm. it was, yeah, I I see a lot of people, I like to lurk on the UBC subreddit sometimes. (laughs) There are some sad, sad, sad people on there, like my life is finished it's over i'm so depressed because i didn't get a i got a c on the thing and like you know what i mean like it's just like fucking chill out buddy like (laughs) it's gonna be okay go outside go take a walk like talk to someone like yeah yeah i'm it's nice to be like i'm glad that i don't know if any of our friends have stayed in academia like is anyone doing like a master's or anything phd or anything not that i not that i can think of yeah that's interesting I want, yeah, Cause it, it was always something that I like knew I specifically like wanted to kind of like, cause I know myself, and I like academia, like I could have mm-hmm. probably stayed in it for a while, but I think it's such like, it's such a bubble. Like you can so easily get stuck. Yeah. I think the, I mean, I know some people have their sights set on, you know, a certain career that requires a certain degree mm. or something, you know, like if you want to go to med school or right. mental school or something like that, but I think for Anything outside of like that kind of specific route you have to take, I think it's yeah. really important to go out and do something like whether it's like a yeah. gap year or you know go travel a little bit or have a couple jobs or see it, 
live in a couple cities, I think it's important before you jump right back into um, totally. committing money, time, valuable time, I think, to your early yeah. 20s, I think, because the early 20s is when you have the means to do things and you also have mm-hmm. like the energy and kind of the time because you don't have um, you don't have kids or anything like Responsibility. that. Responsibility. Yeah. yeah. Like the most totally. I have to do is just like pay rent and the car insurance. You know, I don't like yep. that's pretty much it. So, yeah. So it's a good time to like test the test different waters and see what what actually you want to be doing or what what you see yourself doing or what you don't yeah. want to be doing. I think it might be even more important. Um, yeah, because what you want to be doing that's a hard target to hit, and I don't I don't know if anyone really ever truly hits that to be honest. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, so I think it's I'm glad I didn't you know end up making the decision to like jump right back into a master's program or. Mm-hmm. Uh, MBA or anything like that um, yeah that's huge man yeah that's like yeah what you just said like because we we can get so transfixed on like I gotta find out something that I want to do for the rest of my life you know like done with school like all right but yeah. like like you said the best thing you can do is just go out and try a bunch of different shit and then you mm-hmm. realize okay I kind of like that oh okay I fucking hated that but like at least you're narrowing it down right it's like yeah uh, I don't know some kind of uh algorithm or something like it's hard to just come up with the right answer straight away as opposed yeah. to trying guessing think, and checking yeah i don't think i mean some people definitely find like they their first job is you know, their dream job and they can mm. go up through the company and be you know have a comfortable lifestyle and stuff but i would say like 99 percent of people never really hit the nail on the head ever oh it, for you know, sure that's why people you know have like midlife crises and stuff because they're they're Absolutely. in the same job they've been in since they were like 25 and then they buy a motorcycle and go on like a hot air balloon trip and then <laughs> and yeah. They, yeah but so I, yeah it's important to test different waters definitely totally yeah yeah so you know my my dad kind of had like a mini midlife crisis like he uh he got laid off and then like had a year and then basically decided that he wanted to become a voiceover actor <laughs> i don't know if you knew that but like he took all these no. courses and like uh he ended up going like back into the like the field that he mm-hmm. kind of in but with a different company what did he, he um, what did he do he worked for cisco right yeah he was like a um marketing consultant of some kind i always say that and he's like no samuel i wasn't a marketing consultant and then he <laughs> describes to me what he does and it sounds exactly like marketing <laughs> so I, I don't actually know yeah. um but he but he did like he got like uh he got flown to la he like was a some character some australian soldier in a video game oh, sweet. Uh, yeah he actually just did uh i'll send it to you he did like a podcast like a super produced one with uh like he's like some american news anchor so you get to hear his american <laughs> accent and it's like super yeah. edited so i was like is that fucking is that my dad like yeah. i only <laughs> heard that like, american accent when he's like making fun of us <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i always think it was kind of shit but i mean hey he got this he got the part so um but like so he's still and he's doing that stuff on the side and it's something that he's probably gonna do like when he retires and stuff mm-hmm. so that's cool like i i can appreciate that and it's nice to see like in my immediate like life you know a parent that's mm-hmm. like yeah this this is hard to get right you know like this is hard yeah. to hit the nail on the head like you said straight off so yeah it's, it's okay if you fuck up yeah it's like what my mom's doing right now too she uh oh yeah she she moved from danville right? she, yeah she moved to sacramento right yeah to like, the Folsom area she yeah because she got laid off um just like i think they laid off like a good amount of people um 
in like COVID stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, just because they weren't, you know, weren't bringing enough money and stuff. Um, yeah, and so they they're giving her like a career coach as part of like the severance kind of that like helps her with the oh, resume wow. and stuff. But she's been like talking like, oh, I don't, what are you what are you to do? And she's like she's sixty, so I don't think so. she should go into the same thing that she has been doing. Right. And, you know what? If she needs like if she, if she still needs more money to. Mm-hmm. Uh, pay off the car she'll get a new house at some point too Um, Mm -hmm. then yeah I guess she'll need like a another high-ish paying job but I was I think she should just like work at a jewelry store or something just relax Mm. have a little bit of incoming money but yeah yeah totally like fucking almost like it's weird you like it's go you go in cycles right it's like like kind of that's what like we're doing now or you Mm -hmm. you have a more legitimate job but like that's kind of where I feel like a lot of people are in their early twenties. It's just like, mm-hmm. like you said, going back to just trying shit out and then figuring yeah. out what sticks. Yeah, that's why I don't. I don't know if I'll have my job for like a super long time, just because I. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think the longer I have it, the less likely I'm gonna, or the more likely it'll is that I'll just stay here. Stay here. Yeah. And I don't. I don't want to do that. I don't want to get stuck. So I think I need to like force myself out at some point. Wow. Well, that's cool that you're aware of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of lazy when it comes to doing, like, big things like that, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was, like, I mean, I was surprised that you, when you first told me you were moving to the South, I was like, holy shit, like, he's fucking doing it. Because you're, like, one of our only friends that, like, got the fuck out, you know, and, like, mm-hmm. like left left California, you know, like, mm-hmm. went and did shit. Yeah, yeah. people always, like, like, how do you leave California? And I was like, I don't know, just wanted to go somewhere yeah why is that so weird yeah <laughs> like 100 bajillion people in california there is so many i mean right now yeah i'm, I'm happy but mm. i feel like bc is like california light <laughs> yeah you yeah. know like it's kind of in the same vein but like do you find it different like culturally at all like do you... uh that, so the way and i would describe like the midwest this way too is like there's a lot of really nuanced differences that make it, you know, pretty different. But mm. like, still Americans, teenagers are still teenagers. College kids are still college kids. Yeah. Um. Obviously, you like political views are different, but right. Like I, I don't. A lot of people don't understand that people who have different political views of them are like ninety nine percent the same exact the person same. as them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, there's this weird invisible line between people. Yeah, that's uh, one thing I'm very grateful about, like having uh, gone to school in Indiana during such a, you know, like the started going to college in 2015. So li- like you lived in Indiana from 2015 to 2019, which was a pretty, uh, I don't know the word, like a a lot of things were changing in the United States mm-hmm. during that time. So to be in a part of the country that's yeah, so to be in the part of a country that sees most things a little bit differently was uh, pretty advantageous, I think, just mm-hmm. for developing like uh, my own political ideology and that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. That well, a lot of stuff outside of political, but um, just yeah, like ge- your just, unique. Take. Just generally, the way I see other people and the way I see the way other people see things, I think is very, it'll be, it's interesting talking to people who have like never really known anyone from outside of California. And it's like, they right. just, they ask questions about, you know, how do people think this way or why do people think this way? And it's like, well, I mean, 
they think it just the same for the same reasons that you think everything that you think you right know? right yeah. right yeah that's huge man that's mm-hmm. huge like it seems so simple but i think like like you say when you're when you, you like purposely remove yourself from like a little thought bubble mm-hmm. like you because people could get trapped like you say like they don't actually realize like they don't take that step to realize like oh the way i justify my thinking is like pretty much the same way like trump supporter fred you know justifies his thing yeah too, right it's a yeah it's a it's a trap it's like a mental trap yeah you can... there's a there's a really cool um line in the show have you seen the show afterlife ricky gervais's show on netflix no i haven't um so i, I didn't watch all of it it's it is really good i just whatever i started i just wasn't like really watching all the tv um but it's, it's i mean it's pretty acclaimed i think um there's a really good line in it though where he i believe in the show he's atheist and um He's coming into work, and then someone at work asks him, like, oh, are you – yeah, did you go to church or something like that or no? And he goes, like, mm-hmm. no, I'm atheist. And she was like, like, how are you atheist? And he's like, oh, well, like, I just don't believe in your God. And she's like, how do you not believe in, like, Jesus or God? And he was like, well, do you believe in Thor or Yahweh or Buddha or Allah or, you know, Gilgamesh? Right. And he names, like, a bunch of different gods. And she's like, no. Like, of course I don't. And he's like, well yeah. – the same way you don't believe in those, I don't believe in I, your God. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, sits there all like wide-eyed and stuff. Right. And I like, I, I don't think I'd ever thought about it that way until I watched yeah. it. And I, 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 I've, I've used that in a lot of conversations now because I think it's just an awesome, an awesome uh, way to phrase it. Like parallel. Yeah, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's like it work. It works for like a. You can translate that to anything. Yeah, right? exactly. You can translate yeah. it to what your feelings are on the economy or you know yeah. immigration or anything or what kind yeah. of shoes you like to wear like you can yeah you can transpose it onto anything just like all the like that's the benefit of like trying a bunch of stuff and especially like putting yourself in a new place like you're saying it's just like like realizing what like people are products of their environment their childhood their mm-hmm. trauma like all like i think we can get like if you're seeing the world through Twitter or whatever you're looking at, like mm-hmm. people can seem so like basic or like, you know what I mean? They're like boiled down to like a tweet about Trump or a tweet about mm-hmm. Biden or whatever. And like, you can just like completely forget that like that's another person living a whole life and like having a whole experience. I mean, that's a pretty fucking weird thing. If you stop and think about it, like I, I take the bus a lot. So like if I'm bored on the bus, I like, uh, like there's a word for it. I remember like Kyle showed me like the word sonder. I think have you have you heard of the word sonder? Uh, I think so. It's like to Can you use it in like, a sentence, please? <laughs> <laughs> it's to like realize that like every other person has like every other person is like you living another life. Like having mm-hmm. their own subjective experience, yeah. their own child whatever like their own whole mm-hmm. life. And, like, I try to do that sometimes on the bus and just, like, look at someone and, like, yeah. you know, and, like, put myself there and, like, oh, they're probably, you know, they're going to go or, like, I hear overhear their conversation or whatever. And, like, like try, I really try to, like, imagine, like, yeah. what it's like to be them. And it's really, really weird because then you realize, like, oh, like, everyone around me has that. And then it's, like, impossible to keep that all in your head. So you, like, have yeah. no choice but to just, like, retreat back into, like, oh, wait, no, this is mine. This is my consciousness. Yeah, this it's, is what I know. It's a, I mean, I don't think you – you definitely don't have this problem. And I don't think most people do. Um, but a lot of people can fall into, you know, really 
believing like the world revolves around them and it's not that like they think they're the mm. most important thing ever but they're just worried about where they're going what they have to do you know who's bumping into them mm. and they don't they mm. don't really stop to think about the fact that they're bumping into someone else you know it's a uh, right when, we were, when uh we were on that choir trip back in high school in russia we kind of played that game where we like look out the windows and see someone walking down the street in like st petersburg and be like what do you think that person's doing right now yeah. like what do you think or if you're on a plane, I'll be on a you know six a.m. plane to go home for Thanksgiving or something, mm-hmm. and I know why I'm there. You know, I know right. why I was at the airport at four in the morning because I'm going home for Thanksgiving. But like, what? Yeah. But the plane's full. What? And there's yeah, probably yeah. you know there's probably a hundred other full planes at this airport right now. Mm-hmm. Where are all those people going? Why are they leaving so early? You know, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's so interesting to think about. I really, yeah, and it really takes your focus off yourself too. Which yeah, is, uh, yeah. It's, a, it, it's an interesting like mental exercise. Totally, yeah. A little thought experiment. Yeah, it mm-hmm. doesn't. Matter. But it's hard to like like if you try and like sustain it, like you'll notice that it's like impossible, you know, to like keep thinking about other yeah. people. Like it's you know, too much. Like, it's too much to deal yeah. with. Yeah. So it's like if there was a way to like expand human consciousness to like kind of be keyed into everyone at the same time, like we're kind of like hive mind type shit mm-hmm. like we're still our own person but we can kind of like check in on each other like mm-hmm. i don't know maybe that's going to be the future one day it's like we're just going to be kind of you know you just described like What's the that? that's like the socio sociological um it's not the definition by any means but that's like the that's like the concept of a community is like what you just described mm. it's like mm. intertwined in, in instincts and purpose and yeah 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 so boom boom <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but if we could do that on like a global or mm-hmm. yeah, like a global scale, like I wonder how that uh, humanity would be. That could be, you know, one of the problems with the world these days is that it is so interconnected. So the things we do impact people directly, um, you know, so easily in other mm. communities. So because the world is so you know global, the economy is all global. Everyone travels mm. globally, et cetera, et cetera. But we don't think and we don't empathize globally yet, and, and like yeah. internationally yet. Yeah, it's weird, we're, right? Like we're we just got, behind like, a little bit on that. Yeah, there's like an imbalance. It's like part of our like our consciousness is exploded, and then the other half is like lagging. Like that emotional, like that empathic part is like mm-hmm. still like in mid dark ta- dark ages, right? Like mm-hmm. medieval era. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, nuts. So, yeah, it's so interesting. Like, <laughs> I wonder, I wonder, like, are, are we going to have, like, a, like, do you think we're going to get chipped one day? Like, say the world keeps going and then, like, we don't blow ourselves up. Like, are we going to, like, develop, like, a chip that expands our mind and uh, does all this I don't think, I don't think it'll be, I don't think, like, every person will have one in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, I could definitely see in the next few generations that being like a worldwide, you know, right. every everyone has in. one kind of thing. But if they start making yeah. like those things, I know they've they've already started like selling them as like pr- kind of prototypes where you can like unlock a door with it in like your hand or something. Oh, um, I, I like I don't know how widely, but I definitely read like an article about like them testing these kind of products. Um, wow. But like, or like you, you can you know. Like, instead of having, like, a key fob in your pocket that you need to, like, have close to the car to unlock it and start it, like, it's just in your hand now. I will mm. never I will never get one of those. But <laughs> I kind of like having keys. Like, it's like a, you know, like, wallet phone keys kind of, like, I don't know, it's, it's comfortable. 
it's like it's kind of like a routine like you're just you're used yeah to but it. then you, you just like, gotta go like chip oh yeah i'm there done yeah no, but no even, more wallet phone keys even when i drive like if I, when i drive like my mom's car that has like a keyless ignition like i'll be driving and then like i'll get out and i'll be like shoot where are the keys where are the keys and they're like in my pocket and I, like yeah, i have yeah. like a 10 second heart attack right and, like it's just right there but yeah. i just i'm still so not used to it even now yeah. like the car i have now the forerunner has a a remote just like a, a standard remote to unlock the car right uh-huh. it still has a key but it has like an unlock and lock button and the, the old truck didn't have either, right either it's of those. like manually so I, that it. still throws me sometimes because i'll like you know try to like take it out and i'll like unlock the door and like the alarm yeah. will go off because you're supposed to use the buttons i'll be like shoot 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 <laughs> like because i'm just so used to like the old school so yeah Little Dude, I heard like- uh, I, I had a long chat with Kyle last week. I heard, and now I heard the Tundra is in his care. Yeah, he bought it. Yeah, that's wild. Going man. through the ranks. It, <laughs> yeah. Especially because Aiden. Did you ever hear about when Aiden? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So for for the the listeners here, so uh, my our friend Kyle, he uh, was living at my house, and my brother and him were both home for only a short amount of time before, like, my mom moved and Aiden moved, Aiden, my brother, and uh, the Kyle's forerunner didn't really work. It, it was kind of just shot a little bit, so it was sitting in the front yard for a long time, and they would use it to, like, smoke in, and Aiden uses this, I've used his name a lot, uh, he uses this, like, hemp wick to light his weed. <laughs> So it's like healthier than a lighter, and he just like left it smoldering on the ground of the car, and basically just like incinerated the front half of Lit the cabin the car of the forerunner. Yeah, so he just melted it, <laughs> which is hilarious because he's so dumb. It's so funny, dude. I like cannot get over that. <laughs> yeah, hey, Sparky, I'm just gonna call him like <laughs> like every next time I see him, I'm just gonna give him so much shit. Uh, it's so funny, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Well, see, it's funny how life works, you know, these things. Like you said, now now the, for, or the Tundra has a new home and yeah. having new adventures. And mm. That's a great car. Lineage. Yeah, it, it should have a, I mean, it's, it's old. It's a 20-year-old car now, so it's got its issues, but still runs like yeah. a, still runs like a champ. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, it must feel good, too, to, like, give it to someone that you know is going to get some solid use out of it. As well. Yeah, especially because my mom was, uh, she was just going to sell it on, like, craigslist for like the kelly blue book price so mm. i don't want some random chump driving that thing yeah yeah dude. it was, uh, it was funny uh like every time sitting in the i almost never sat in the passenger seat of that car so mm. like anytime i do it just feels weird so when kyle picked me up last time i was home from the airport uh <sighs> Like, I was sitting in the passenger seat, and I was like, well, this looks weird. And he's like, dude, you're telling me, like, I'm driving it. This is your car. I'm driving <laughs> yeah. it. This is yeah. so weird. Yeah, it's strange. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh, man. Well, um, and anything else on your mind, Riley? A power tool that you need uh, uh, <laughs> talking to, to the, the masses about? No. <laughs> it's I mean, really been stuck in your head. If you need a new tile saw. <laughs> no, just, I don't, I don't know if I'm allowed to, like, I'd, I mean, Plug. I'm allowed to talk about what I do, but I don't. I don't know uh, where where the legal lines are. So it's probably best if I just don't say anything. All right. Are you enjoying it? Like you? you yeah, it's a. It? Yeah, it's a. I like it. It's um. It's definitely really fast paced and like keeps you on your toes. Because essentially, what I do is like facilitate the the project from the beginning to the end. So whether that's you know having labels made or manuals updated or 
um, you know, package artwork or, mm. um, and those, those are kind of the more of the side shoots of my job. Um, uh, but it's just, yeah, it's a lot of, uh, moving parts. You kind of never know, like, like a lot of people ask, you know, what your day to day is. And when I was interviewing the job, I definitely asked that. So, you know, what would you say in your day to day on the job? Right. Is, you know, being a good interviewee and yeah, they're like, yeah. well, we can't really <laughs> tell you. Like it's, you just, it's hard to say. And that's definitely true. Like it's, Huh. I mean, there's definitely tasks I have to get done by certain times, so I'm always, I'm working on those, and that would be the same across multiple projects. But um, like a certain kind of release we need to do, you know, I need to get these tasks done to move on to the next phase. Like those are all parallel, but you know, as as far as like the problem solving aspects that come with it, it's very uh, volatile. Mm, nice. So I I like that. I think that's that seems to be the most important thing in a job, at least to me, is just like the fact that you're going to be doing different shit on a daily basis like you're not just clicking on a screen or typing away or you know what i mean like mm-hmm. yeah you're having to actively use your brain to, to solve problems yeah it's and it's cool one of the things i like about it is i don't really use um like my, any of my degree at all what i, I do mm-hmm. use um you know just the basic like problem solving and kind of uh, procedural analysis that comes with like engineering work um right. But um, I don't like I don't have to do any like you're not you doing know, different dynamics. Yeah, I don't don't do yeah. any math. Uh, I do well sometimes if it if it calls for it. But uh, most of most of the degree that I use is like kind of your basic problem solving, and then I, I'll use like you know basic physical knowledge. So if mm-hmm. uh, you know some tool is having this kind of problem, I know I just use like basic physics fundamentals and concepts to like mm-hmm. as like my background knowledge to go into solving a problem kind of. Um, but aside from that, it's not, a, it's not super technical, which is nice. Cause uh, I wasn't the best student in college. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's fun though. Yeah. I enjoy it. It's definitely, it's a great first job. Definitely. Um, nice. Yeah. On the, on the scale of like jobs, you can get entry level out of college. It's definitely up there. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. And have you met some cool people or are you like, is your social, I guess your social life probably doesn't revolve around work at all. No, no, not like I've gone golfing with the guys I work with a few times and like we go out like to lunch and dinner sometimes. So it's, mm. it's nice. If I, uh, if I didn't meet like other people through other means, then I definitely could like hang out with the people I work with. Okay. Um, yeah. Everyone's, most of the people are like a little bit older than me. Um, but there's right. some people that aren't like too far away from our demographic so that's nice yeah you working on that slice uh i haven't in a while i was playing a lot um a few months ago like when quarantine first started there's there was a driving range like five minutes from my apartment and uh it's like you know six six bucks for a large bucket so i would just head over at lunchtime and whack some balls i'm pretty i'm pretty discouraged though the last so like the last time i was at the driving range like three or four weeks ago uh, it might have been longer. I don't know. I'm kind of losing track of time. But I was literally hitting every ball perfectly. I was unstoppable. I looked like Tiger Woods. It was insane. <laughs> and then I played golf that weekend and played one of the worst days of my life golfing. You felt you played a round? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then and then the next time we went, I also played horrible. So now, now I'm just like, I don't even want to play anymore. It's stupid. I hate this game. You're one of the most hilarious people to golf with, I think, because just the amount of frustration <laughs> that, that occurs. It's just like... Yeah, see, 
I, I got from better, one like, slicer to another, you know, like, yeah, I, couldn't. <laughs> I, got, I got better at it. Cause I started just like, you know, who cares if I hit this one straight, that's awesome. If I don't, uh-huh. I'll just, I just use range balls anyway. We'll just, just take a mully. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or bre- a little breakfast ball. And I was all like, yeah. keeping score. So who cares if I take like three drives, but now that I've like <laughs> gotten to a point where I've played good sometimes or mm. played well sometimes. Now, when I play bad, it's even more frustrating because I'm like, I know right. I can do it, and I'm just not. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the weird. That's like a mental aspect of golf that I like mm-hmm. definitely didn't realize before. I thought it like was there, just like the mm-hmm. the yips or whatever to get into your mind, and you're just yeah. Like, oh, it's definitely off. yeah. It's yeah. like it's probably like ninety percent mental. I'd say yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I haven't gotten a, gotten around in an age. I don't actually have my clubs up here, so I'm mm-hmm. kind of shit out of luck, but. Yeah, it's something I, like, I, I feel like quarantine activity. It's like go to like I've seen Raymond golf like fucking every single day. Of yeah, quarantine. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, I mean, might as well, right? Like, yeah, right. Like mm-hmm. if you can, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. I, I I treated myself to a new to a set of clubs when I oh you did. Yeah, hey, I had some hey. money saved up after like after I got like tax return money and stuff and that uh-huh. that stimmy check. I was like, <laughs> tax returns were nice to me this year too. So I was uh-huh. like sure and I, I i didn't like you know spend a ton of money i bought like one of the complete sets where it's like mm-hmm. you know like new clubs and they're like made with like recent technology but they're not like the nicest things ever and it came with like the bag and a driver and all that stuff and it was like mm-hmm. uh four four five hundred bucks for like okay. all for like the whole set and the bag and everything so that's solid you could spend a lot more on golf clubs yeah so. yeah it was Definitely. a good uh it was, it was a good difference investment. did it turn your game around um well i I like them yeah that the, um, the i was I, I was using my dad's set and like i don't i was missing like i didn't even have a driver in that set i just had like a wood so like <laughs> yeah, it helps yeah. to like have like the clubs i'm All supposed to use for like certain <laughs> yeah. shots yeah that definitely yeah. helps um but so yeah give me well i guess the masters is this weekend so you can watch me on tv but <laughs> oh, shit <laughs> didn't know that that's congratulations yeah. we see you in a green jacket soon enough yeah tiger actually offered me a hundred thousand dollars to throw in the towel <laughs> so he could win instead i said no 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 no. i'm gonna win this thing but i'll give you a tip on your swing so <laughs> <laughs> yeah buy me a beer and i'll give you some pointers huh tigre <laughs> yeah. oh man oh gosh have you been whiling away the hours uh other than work and whatever you've been doing uh well since like quarantine started i've been playing a ton of guitar um oh nice yeah because i so i had that guitar laying at home forever uh because my mom got it for for my birthday or something in like eighth grade and at that time in my life i had no interest in learning how to play the guitar because i was like getting back into playing piano and i was really enjoying that so i basically just didn't touch it for like years and then i when quarantine started i was playing a ton of piano and i was like dang i kind of want to learn how to play guitar so my mom shipped it to me so i've been like Especially the first couple oh, of months, nice. I didn't have a ton going on at work. So, like, I did all the work that I could. Um, but since I wasn't, like, stuck at the office, like, wasting wasting away time. Right. Like, in between when I had work to do, I would just, like, pick up the guitar and start learning. So, I'm still not very good, but I can, like, play kind of now. So um, Hell yeah. Yeah, so that's that's been, like, my main uh, outlet. I play a little video games, but I'm a little video gamed out, I think, already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Have you started the YouTube channel? No, not yet. I, uh... I need to, I still kind of haven't figured out if I'm going to, cause I can, I could record stuff on this laptop, but this one's old. Like the, the trackpad doesn't work on it anymore. So I have to like mm. plug in a mouse and the keyboard sometimes will just like not work. 
and all the mm. software is like so old to a point where it like won't even really update anymore. So I'm kind of thinking about just like buying a new laptop to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I have a good amount. It'd be of money worth saved it up. if you're. Yeah, yeah exactly. Worth if it if I, you're trying to. If I ever like really want to pursue it. Yeah, like get actually into recording because I'd want to get like a, a studio too. I wouldn't just want to use GarageBand. Um, I could yeah, Logic probably. or whatever. Yeah. So so I, I'm still kind of figuring out, but I think I, I think after I. Uh, I've written a couple songs, so after I have like a few more down, I think I'm gonna like just sit down and like record them all, and, and then some covers and stuff, and then throw them on YouTube, and maybe uh, see if I can like get on Spotify or something too. Hell yeah, dude! They'll let anybody on Spotify. I'm on there, so. <laughs> Do, I wonder if it's any different for music versus. Ah, uh, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't think they vet it because I like I've released. Um, I've released like raps and shit on my podcast channel. And really? There, there's that. <laughs> on yeah. Spotify? Not raps, but like like uh, freestyles. Freestyles, yeah, freestyles. <laughs> Beatboxing and shit. They're terrible. They're terrible. <laughs> Everybody should go check them out though. <laughs> there's on like the big questions, no answers. On. Yeah, I think it's actually. I just recently made it my trailer. It, there's one called Sarov and Sam Fire. My roommate Sarov and I. <laughs> Super blazed one day, just decided to uh, beatbox and rap. Yeah, that's uh, fun. Yeah, yeah, it's fun, man. It's like that. Mm-hmm. That's the, what I'm trying to take away from this shit. Is just like, yeah, it sucks, but like you can, you can make, you know, stuff happen out of it. Yeah. Like, you can take I mean, advantage of it. Yeah, oh, I mean, all getting famous is is getting lucky. Like exactly. I, I mean, other than if you're like the best, being consistent, being consistent, and making and being lucky. I think is yeah. That's all you can do. So but I mean, there's so many people, you know, like you go to a, a bar in Nashville or you go to a cafe in Seattle or something and you're bound mm-hmm. to stumble across a very talented musician who's probably more talented than a lot of the people who are making gajillions of dollars uh, yeah. with big record deals. Those people just got seen, you know? Yeah, so, exactly. They uh, hit not, the not, not, not to say that there's not really talented people out there who are making gajillions of dollars in music. Everyone out are, there is trash. Everybody the best. listen the to best. Riley Strzok's <laughs> yeah. YouTube channel coming soon. <laughs> I was thinking about maybe throwing like a stage name on it, like Riley Thomas oh. or something. Oh, I like that. Someone the other day nice. was telling me that Strzok is like a good, a good famous name though. And I was like, ah, I don't know. It's like Strzok. It's too, too clunky. <laughs> Then you just sound like a porn star. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you could make it work. I could see Riley Strzok, yeah, taking uh-huh. it by storm. I used to think about that as a kid when I was like, so when I become a professional soccer player, yeah, should, I have, for Liverpool. should I have Salvador on my jersey? I think that would be pretty cool. Like, <laughs> Everyone call me Sal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember starting with that. Like, is Samuel Villa, Samuel Villa. Like, everyone's just going to, yeah, that's it. I got it. All right. <laughs> got it mapped out <laughs> do all your interviews with a little little spanish a little spanish, little spanish accent, twist yeah. to it and i'm like wait a minute he's american <laughs> <laughs> little phony oh, <laughs> it's funny it's like that's like seems to be the first job everyone wanted right it's either like rock star like you were saying rock star or mm-hmm. like professional oh, yeah. athlete yeah yeah <laughs> and I was then just you realize a... pretty quick that like ah <laughs> yeah. probably not gonna happen yeah i did not have the i mean i did i think i never i, I couldn't like focus enough on anything to be like to be famous mm. at it yeah like, i was like pretty good at sports focused. but i liked i didn't i didn't like any of them enough to like really pursue mm. not to say i didn't like them but i i didn't want to i wasn't like 
because you, you, you also have to you have to be a little crazy to be that good at something right that's why yeah. whenever whenever people uh whenever people are talking about like athletes and like oh this guy's kind of a dick and it's like yeah he's the best in the world at the yeah. sport like you think he's a normal person no that's not yeah how, yeah yeah that's not how that works not Everyone, how it works every professional athlete's a little bit cuckoo because totally i mean the tie yeah you have the, to be the kind of determination and drive and just focus you need to spend on one like singular task for hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be a normal. No a normal no. person likes to do that. No normal no, person no, would do no. it for thirty minutes and then go eat a popsicle and call it a day. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, absolutely, man. Like that that line between it's like ultra achievers in general, like geniuses or like that line between insanity and, and genius or, or like, you know, number one athlete, like that line is very, very thin, mm -hmm. you know, very, very thin. Yeah. Like, I, I think like I, I can recognize that like, I, I'm glad I have like some like neurotic neuroticism because I feel like it like keeps me from stagnating like mm -hmm. you know like keeps me from like doing getting stuck like kind of what you were saying like mm -hmm. but like there's there's levels to that where you're just like you know you can get so so far down a rabbit hole of like i'm gonna be the best basketball player in the world yeah underwater basket weaving world watch out samuelville <laughs> is coming onto the yeah. scene 2021 japan olympics that's <laughs> yeah. what they're doing it next year right isn't that i think so yeah i think so I hope yeah. so. That would suck if they'd fucking like skip out on that. Yeah, cause it was supposed to be this year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, wild. All right. Well, um, Riley, this is how I usually we've been going for like hour twenty ish, hour mm -hmm. fifteen. Um, but I usually like to uh, give the salutation of the episode. But you, um, can you give the people like a word or a phrase or a sentiment or it could be literally anything it could be like a random fact or quote or whatever um just say whatever you want to say and we can close out all right um yeah so i guess i'll give some advice and this we, we've touched on it a little bit in this podcast but this is the like i said the mantra that like i kind of like to live by and uh I just think it's important for everyone to kind of think about things in this way. But basically, at any time, you know, if you're feeling stressed or you're worried about the outcome of something or, you know, you're, you're feeling overwhelmed or anything like that, just focus on you and what you can be doing the best in that moment. Because you can only ever be the best or the most efficient or the most on top of things that you yourself can be. You can't control how on top of things other people are or how on top of things you know the rest of the world is or someone mm. that you're working with that you need them to get something done and they're not doing it you know so just focus on doing the best that you can do with the scenario that you have in front of you and the situation that you're in and things 99 percent of the time are going to pan out just fine for you beauty mate and uh yeah keep me posted if uh sparky bull boy makes a return on the youtube sphere i'll pl I'll, I'll plug you Ha 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 ha